<laughs> Hello and welcome to this episode of the Tara podcast. I'm your host Suzanne and I created my online information service for owners and lovers of horses, dogs and other animals with the aim of helping you to help your animal live as naturally healthy lifestyle as possible. My website, if you've not already seen it, is at taranet.co.uk and was set up basically in my own horse, Tara's Honour. So, in this episode, I'm going to focus on a skin issue that affects horses that's often known as mud fever. It's a skin condition that affects the lower limbs of horses. It's also known as other terms such as cracked heels, mud rash or greasy heel but the veterinary term is equine pastern dermatitis. I'm going to help explain what mud fever is and what natural therapies you can use to help your horse. So mud fever though is not just sore skin. There's often a variety of different bacteria associated with the condition so it can't be left and it needs to be treated. It can make your horse very lame. Myself had Tara come in from the field hopping lame once. Although my first thought was that she had a foot abscess, it turned out to be mud fever. I do try and take a preventative approach, but with so much mud it can be easier said than done, as I'm sure you know yourself. Mud fever usually affects the heels and lower legs of the horse. Usually your horse will have scabs, soreness, tufted or matted hair. And as I said before, it can cause severe lameness. Although mud fever usually affects horses who are only in muddy conditions, it's possible your horse can be affected if he or she is just in continually wet conditions. But also, occasionally, in dry conditions, mud fever can strike too. Especially if your horse has a white sock or stocking on his or her leg suggesting that some photosensitization effects may be involved. All horses and ponies can get it, no matter what their breed, as can mules and donkeys. There's various ways that you can try and prevent mud fever. Here's a few tips. Number one, try putting hard standing or good quality bark chips, rubber or horse friendly material in gateways. I say horse friendly because often stone can be used in gateways but stone can be very abrasive and to your horse's hooves and can make them break up and you can get other problems. So stone is not necessarily a good idea. With the best will in the world, gateways are always otherwise going to be going to get very muddy or be very wet if it's raining for any length of time. Number two. If you can rotate your horse's fields, it will stop the build-up of mud, as you can then ensure that you make your horse go in another area and avoid an area getting really poached or very, very muddy. Number three, try using some specially designed boots to turn your horse out in that can help provide protection against the mud. You'll see if you look in a good horse wear store, that there's a variety of boots that actually are called um, often chaps. Um, so they're longer, longer boots than what you would normally get for, um, say, ridden work. Choose your boots carefully, though, for your horse, as some can irritate, depending on the material. 
I find that using petroleum jelly as a barrier can help too. You can get this in many good tack shops. Number four, keep a lookout. So what I mean is just when you see the first signs of mud fever, take action. It can really take hold and take a long time to get better. So the quicker you can help treat it, the better. You can find other preventative tips in my advice page. The link to this is in the notes. So what complementary therapies can you use to help your horse if he or she gets mud fever? And what can you do to help prevent it too? There's many different possible natural treatments. These include, number one, animal aromatics or zoopharmacognosy. This uses essential oils. Essential oils can be really helpful in managing and treating skin conditions, including mud fever. However, as they can be very powerful, it's recommended that you do consult with a qualified equine aromatherapist who will be able to advise you on the most appropriate remedy for your equine. Number two, nutritional support can be really helpful, including using herbal feed supplements. So this can be helpful to ensure your horse has good natural defences against the mud fever and help stop an episode getting really severe. A diet comprising good quality food, so there's access to all the vitamins and minerals your horse needs, can help promote good health. There's many different herbal supplements you can use to your, your horse's diet that in, include aloe vera gel, MSM and zinc, which are all helpful for skin. Number three of natural therapies you can use is homeopathy. There's several homeopathic remedies which may be helpful including graphites and thuja. However, the best one for your horse will depend specifically on the individual and his or her particular response to the skin irritation. A specialist homeopathic vet will be able to advise you. Get more information at the British Association of Homeopathic Veterinary Surgeons or email me at info at for help finding a homeopathic vet for your horse wherever you are in the world. So number four, laser therapy. Low level laser therapy is often used to help with wound care and to relieve skin ailments. In properly skilled and knowledgeable hands, it can really help many ailments of the skin, including mud fever. But as with all therapies, do contact your vet before using laser therapy. So number five is skin care. There's many topical products you, you, that you can use to help provide both protection and treatment against the irritation that mud fever can bring. My favourite products here are using petroleum jelly, as I said earlier, plus soothe the skin irritation with an aloe vera spray, aloe vera jelly or aloe vera with bee propolis. So which approach is going to help your horse best? Well, every horse is different. Some will need to be kept in a dry yard or stable until the condition is controlled and improved, if only for a few hours or a few days. Different horses will respond to a treatment more quickly and more effectively than how another horse, pony or donkey will. So although it can be helpful to compare how another horse on your yard or that you know of has responded to a particular therapy or treatment for mud fever, it may not work for your horse, just because, like us, horses are all very different individuals. So to recap, my top 
preventative tips are number one look after your gateways so your horse doesn't have to go through deep mud all the time rotate your fields number three use turnout boots or petroleum jelly as a barrier and number four, keep a lookout and take action as soon, as soon as you spot the early signs. So the therapies you can use as well are aromatherapy, homeopathy, laser therapy and good skin care. As with all ther complementary therapies, do seek the advice of your vet first before using them. A therapist will always need your vet's permission before treating your animal and regular liaison between the two professionals can often bring greater results to your animal's health anyway. I hope you found this podcast helpful and now have a better understanding of mud fever and what you can do to help your, prevent your horse getting it and what therapies you can use to try and treat it. If you've got any questions, then do please email me at info at and take a look at my website at taranet.co.uk the link to the mud fever advice page is in the notes until next time goodbye